SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust over everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. It's, it's our last late night anger management class of 2021. Where do the years uh, go? We've been lost in a pandemic. We've been lost in a haze of rage for the last uh, 20 years. And I would be more sort of, I would be more sort of sentimental about it. Oh, it's the last show of the year. Maybe we'd bust out a bottle of wine and all that other stuff. But, but tomorrow night, it's New Year's Eve. And tomorrow night, we're going to be on live at 7 o'clock Eastern as the countdown to Michigan. And Georgia is on Alabama and Cincinnati. We're going to break it down this evening. We've got a full house. We've got a bunch of different perspectives uh, joining us on the program tonight. Teddy Covers uh, joins us straight from the Strait of Las Vegas, Nevada. Brent Beard joins us from SEC country. Uh, we've got Rob Vino uh, from Las Vegas. We've got Big Card Julio from the Windy City. All right, so we've got a lot of different perspectives. Uh, Brent Beard's not a degenerate gambler like the rest of us are. Everybody else joining us is. <laughs> so we got a bunch of we got handicappers, play-by-play guys, and um, and Heisman Trophy voters. So, like I said, we got a little. You know, we got the perspective, and we got my perspective as well, Gabriel Morancy. I'll tell you what, the Big Ten's kicking some serious ass uh, right now in bowl season. The Big Ten, 4-0 straight up, 4-0 ATS, and they're looking for more uh, right now against Arizona State. Uh, so we've got the Wisconsin Badgers and the Arizona State Sun Devils uh, going head-to-head in the Las Vegas Bowl um, where the Raiders uh, play. Beautiful stadium, great environment. Las Vegas is becoming the sports capital of America. It really is, you know, it's just amazing, isn't it, the stupidity? Think of it like the stupidity of government and the stupidity of sort of, let's just call it for what it is, morals. Oh, we have morals and, you know. So, like, think think of, like, all the money that has been made from sports betting over the last couple of years. Literally tens of billions of dollars. Like every state's just bringing in five hundred million, seven hundred million. Oh, we broke another record. We broke your record. There's literally tens of billions of dollars floating in. Yet they're starving children. Yet bridges are collapsing. Yet the roads suck. It's like well, I don't know. Maybe if you jackasses would have legalized this earlier, you know, you know. And, and you notice too, they make all this money. Yet the roads still suck. The bridges are still falling apart, and everything else. Kids are still starving. Schools still suck, even though they're making all that extra money. And you think about it with, with Las Vegas. Oh, we can't go to Las Vegas. There's gambling there. Look at the cash cow that Vegas is now. If I was Vegas, you know, you, you can start rejecting people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about if we actually want you here at this point in time. You know, they're going to have the Super Bowl going there. You know, think about the, you know, and the, this, the stupidity of the, the NCAA. You know, the NCAA is as corrupt and as greedy as they come. The NCAA won't have a Final Four in Vegas because, you know, because there's gambling there. Yet, they have the Bulls and they have conference championships there. As I stated, the NCAA doesn't control this. The late-night anger management class. 
Oh, yeah. The countdown is on. The college football playoffs are here. I got to tell you, man, they really snuck up on us before. It was like, man, are they ever going to get here? Boom. They've arrived. Alabama, Cincinnati will get the party started at 3.30 Eastern time. And there has been some live movement. We were wondering when the money would start to come in on this football game as it was sitting on 13 and a half uh, for the last couple of weeks. It's finally moved. It's 14 uh, right now. I think it moved, Jerry. I think it moved. It's 14 right now. Michigan and Georgia has not moved. Remains seven and a half total, 45. We got a full house tonight. We're not playing around. All right? We're not uh, We're not playing around. We got Rob Vino stepping up. One of the best in the business. Rob's a real sharp guy. Rob Vino, Rob Vino Sports. Uh, com and uh, Wager Talk joins us. Teddy Covers. Teddy Covers, the sharp guy. He's also an angry guy. Teddy Covers, also a uh, Michigan alum, although uh, he doesn't seem to have a lot of love for his alum, uh, to be honest. <laughs> okay, so Teddy Covers uh, joins us. we got a couple of handicappers' perspective. We've got uh, Julio Rosario, the play-by-play voice of Chicago State basketball. So in all actuality, um, what's Julio doing on the show? <laughs> it's not a football play-by-play guy. What's Julio doing on the show? He's a cool dude, man. And uh, he said that he's Big Card Julio. So we got to get uh, Julio's uh, perspective and uh, Julio's picks uh, for, for these games. And uh, we, you know, like I said, we got Brent Beard stepping up and in. Heisman Trophy voter, SEC. So we got the SEC covered. We're, we're covering all the bases here. I can also tell you that uh, FanDuel and others have released props for the game. And it's not quite Super Bowlish, but it's pretty. It's pretty much there. Like if you're thinking about a prop for like the Michigan Georgia game, there's a prop for it. If you're thinking, oh, is there going to be a prop for Haskins and touchdowns and rush yards and passing touchdowns? Yes, 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 and yes. We'll go over all the numbers. There's a couple of numbers that are a little light. Um, there's more to college football than just the college football playoff. And anybody that's been watching these games all day long like we have, man, it's been intense. Man, it's been fun. And, man, it's been crazy. That Music City uh, in Nashville, crazy-ass party, crazy-ass ending. The late-night anger management class. The countdown to kickoff is on. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Oh, yeah! The late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morancy. Bowl mania uh, keeps on rolling on. Pete Weber uh, style has been some wild, crazy endings to these football games. Uh, that uh, Music City Bowl today was off the hook. Great atmosphere, great environment. Uh, bowl season has been a lot of fun. It's too bad there's been cancellations, uh, but there's been uh, more games uh, played than, uh, than canceled. And... You know, good thing is, too, we haven't heard about any uh, COVID cases, right, for any of the teams in the, in the playoffs. It's amazing, isn't it? They've done a great job socially distancing. Or they've done a great job not testing. <laughs> Which one is it? Poll question. <laughs> like, think about that, guys. 
Every team, every person, in, in, in every sport, in every walk of life, everybody, like, everybody has Omicron right now. Except magically, nobody on Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, or Cincinnati does. Not one coach or not one player. Like, th- the mathematical possibility of that being true is, like, impossible. Like, if you want to get into, like, numbers and stuff like that, it's impossible. Speaking of numbers, do we have Mr. Uh, Ted Savransky? Teddy covers the one and only, the great one. Teddy! Yeah, I'm here, dude. What's I'm up, ready. Teddy? You What's ready? going on? Teddy, yeah, I'm ready. ready. I'm, I'm damn right I'm ready, Teddy. I'm fired up. You're damn <laughs> yeah, right I'm ready. Yeah. So, the you know, as we're seeing and as we saw with, for example, UCLA against NC State, um, the coaches and the programs don't have to say anything until what? <laughs> you know, a, a couple hours before k- the kickoff. Uh, we could see funny business between now and Saturday or Friday. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, do they have to say anything, though? Like, who, who's, who's, like, is there, like, are the cops, like, going to check? Who's going to check? Only if they're out of players. Hey, did you put your cough chops in the bowl tonight? You ready to go? Yeah, yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah, I'm all right here. They're all unwrapped. Yeah. <laughs> They're all unwrapped. And, and the problem is, like, Thursdays, and I, I've been doing your show on Thursdays forever now, but Thursdays I do, like, I, I did a bunch of shows today. And at the end of the day, man, it's like, you know, you're, you're, the, the, the voice is a little bit, uh, a little bit cracked. What am I going to do? Yeah, it's all good. I, I, I hear you. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you know, it's one of those days today because same thing. Even though I am on tomorrow with Dave Sharapan during the game. Uh, there he goes. Yeah, uh, that, just to bug you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't. Sorry. I won't. You know what? I hope your kid just, I hope your kid terrorizes you somehow now because he, karma's going to get you back somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> karma's going to get you back. But, um, no, no, thank, thank you for joining us. So yeah, before we before we get to uh, before we get to, to the Michigan game and everything, uh, Wisconsin. Let's just see what uh, what are they dealing here at the half. So it's twenty to six for the Badgers right now. And I'll tell you what, Teddy, what a start for the Big Ten huh, in bowl season here. And what what's going on with the SEC? One in five right now. The SEC. Meanwhile, the Big Ten is four and zero right now and rolling with Wisconsin, looking at a five and zero start here in bowls. And. Again, this, it, I shouldn't say again because we're just starting to talk. Um, I'm not shocked by any of this. All right, The Big Ten was good this year. The Big Ten was deep this year. And the SEC, we said it all year, the bottom of the SEC wasn't any good. Top heavy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see how good the top was because what the top did is beat up on the bottom. You know? Well, we'll see how good Georgia and Alabama look, you know? Um, we saw how good Tennessee looked, which is not that good. Um, I can, they're not yeah. the only ones. I I do believe when it comes to betting, I don't know. You would figure what the hell does one game have to do with another? But you look at these conferences, and it does come in waves. Um, you know, you look at the Mountain West stepped up in, in a big time way. Um, you know, the Pac-12 can't be trusted in bowls. You know, we we could go on, but all right. So twenty to six right now. I'm seeing. Oh dear God, nineteen and a half. Wow. <laughs> they're not. They're not. They're, they're not playing around here uh, right now with the se- second half number here, uh, Teddy. Uh, everybody's flipping out about the uh, the man child kid, and man, that kid is a monster, man. I got to tell you, Se- seventeen years old, <laughs> he's squatting six hundred and ten pounds. Um, so what what about the number here, twenty to six? I, you know, I know you don't want to jump in on Teddy, but you know, just for 
for people tuning in that are degenerates, I'll give you my thoughts. I think the total is a little light here. I got in at 44 and a half. There are so it's, there are 26 right now. The new total is 46 and a half, guys. Is there going to be three touchdowns in, in in the second half? I believe there will be. ASU will probably turn the ball over again in a bad part of the field. You know Allen's going to pop a couple of big more runs here. He's This kid's pissed off when he doesn't get 20 every time he touches the ball. I, I wouldn't let up. I don't think Wisconsin are going to let up on these guys either, Teddy. That's that's my opinion. I've already got over 44 and a half. I've already got the Badgers. But for people tuning in right now, I don't have a problem with taking the second half over here, Teddy. I think there'll be points here. I wouldn't argue with you at all. You know, I mean, if, if you can't stop the run in the first half, how are you going to stop the run in the second half when your defense is tired? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Badgers rip off some big gainers. But, uh, you know, on the other hand, what, what's Arizona State going to do? I know. I know. <laughs> and If you get one from Arizona State, we win this bet, though. One touchdown for me. There's no way Wisconsin don't score another 14 points. Right? So, if you give us – if ASU can give us a freaking touchdown, don't miss the don't you know don't screw up the extra point. I think we can get this. <laughs> that extra point though, that's how they get you. It's like the bread at the buffet. <laughs> at uh, the Olive Garden, right? Free 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 breadsticks. Uh, Twenty to six. Yeah, that's my thought there. Listen, nineteen and a half is a lot, but as Teddy just stated, anyone who's watching a game, Arizona State's got big problems on offense. The only thing it can do is really run around, and Daniels can't run 100 yards up and down the field, uh, even though I do have the Daniels rushing uh, prop to the over. All right, so let's get into the games uh, here, Teddy. But uh, sort of speaking of the the bread, here's the uh, the the soup. Uh, before before we get into the playoffs, uh, early morning games. <laughs> the soup. <laughs> yeah, the soup, soup and salad. Rutgers, Rutgers. It's amazing. I went over old bowl names, Teddy. There used to be a, a college football uh, bowl called the Salad Bowl. <laughs> there really was. <laughs> the salad bowl. So uh, Rutgers uh, and Wake Forest. Interesting, weird spot here. Uh, just in case people are wondering, Rutgers didn't get this game because they're the best five and seven team in the country or anything like that. They got this game because they're the best five and seven team with the best grades. And they, they were worried they were going to be short on bowl teams because there's so many bowls. And not everyone was going to be six and six. So they agreed and they said, all right, listen, we'll put a few F five and seven teams in if we have to. Uh, but they have to have good grades, so that's why Rutgers gets this game. From what I understand, Teddy, and I'm not going to lie, I haven't put a ton of time into this game. I will over. I'm going to take a look overnight more. But I have. I've yeah. I read. I've been reading the local Jersey stuff. Dude, they, they didn't practice. You know what I mean? They didn't game plan. <laughs> it's like you know, they're basically they, they just got together. Same with Central Michigan. Like they, uh, Rutgers just arrived. Central Michigan, I think, got there today. Uh, type thing for the Sun Bowl. What do you make of this? Seems like Rutgers are in a really bad spot here and against Wake's offense that Wake won't let up. That said, I mean, Rutgers is one of these feisty little teams. You know what I mean? I know, I know. (laughs) They impress me with their spirit. They play a Jersey style since Shiano's back. They do. They got that just sort of Jersey grit about them. Yeah, they don't. I, I I haven't seen them quit a whole lot. You know, I mean, they had, they had one or two bad games where they were just outclassed. They're not outclassed by Wake Forest. They did get smashed by Maryland though, with a bowl spot on the line, right? Sure. Well, Maryland turned out to be pretty good. You know, certainly they were in their bowl game. Uh, you know, Maryland Maryland had an A game, and they brought it on a handful. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Games. And Rutgers yeah. Rutgers isn't going to hang with people's A games. You know. Um, I, I could see the Demon Deacons 
beating this team up pretty good. But are we really looking to, you know, not take 16 and a half points? Oh, it's a lot of points. Right now? <laughs> That's a lot of points, man. <laughs> so, God, it's a lot of points. Yeah. I, I, and ironically, I, I, against an ACC team that's not even the ACC champ. You're right. And Wake is so good offensively, but Rutgers in the playoff tempo with anyone. Lean on it. One thing I can imagine, too, is Rutgers are going to be able to run the ball on Wake. And Seattle's a hell of a coach to game plan for this. More with Teddy on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome to the 117th dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break out the hickory switch. Whoa, doctor. They're great. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. You know what? I don't, it's, you know, who knows what the, like, the, um, what the sponsorships are, right, for this stuff. No offense to the sponsors, but, you know. Like I, you know, I know it was the Music City Bowl today, but what was the sponsor? I don't know. <laughs> like, they don't do a good job. I would like if I was if I was the companies, I'd make sure it's in the hashtags and stuff like that, and it isn't. But that's on them. That's on them. But this this particular sponsor in this game, I will I will acknowledge it because I think it's just super cool. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. <laughs> like so, you gotta have Tony the Tiger there too. Who doesn't like Tony the Tiger? Yeah, maybe Teddy doesn't actually evolve. Maybe Teddy doesn't. Teddy, you got a problem with Tony the Tiger, Teddy? Of course I do, dude. Mar- <laughs> uh, 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 you're, you're talking about a guy who uh, was created to sell sugar to kids. Oh, you're going to come out? Who, who are you, AOC? You're Rachel Maddow? I are you coming saying. out and selling sell to kids? You know, there's, there, there's better role models out there than Tony the Tiger. You're going to get into Madden profited off NFL players' backs in a video game. <laughs> Teddy's I'm the coming in. the whole way, dude. Uh, Teddy's coming in. Well, I approve of Tony the Tiger. I've always been a fan of the Sun Bowl. And I got to be honest with you, I'm a little bit disappointed that I'm on tomorrow, actually, at 7 o'clock. In my old drinking days, not that I don't never drink now, but uh, my, my younger part of your days, New Year's Eve party, Teddy, used to start for me with the Sun Bowl. That's like when I would like, you know what I mean? It was acceptable for me to start drinking, and I believe it was like 2:30 Eastern all the time. So it's basically like, so it's like 2:30 Eastern. It's like, well, the Sun Bowl's on. That's it. Yeah, it would be the first. Yeah, and I'd start off with beers. I wouldn't start off with a vodka. You know what I mean? Start off with some beers. Sun Bowl's on, and then yeah, you start in the Sun Bowl at two in the afternoon. Tell me, let me tell you, by midnight you're pretty lit up. Uh, by by that point. But I, I'm always been a fan of the Sun Bowl. One of the old, it's a traditional game, man. It's been around forever. And unique situation, isn't it, Teddy, here, uh, with Central Michigan? First time, a Central, first time a MAC team has been in the Sun Bowl since 1962. And they're only there because the Barstool uh, Bowl fell apart because of Boise and uh, Central Michigan stepped up. So they're getting a bigger bowl game, bigger, higher profile, and a much bigger paycheck. So it's a big, big time deal for Central Michigan, but they're kind of in a weird spot too, as far as their prep for this game. They're getting seven points, Teddy. Can a MAC team match up with a Pac-12 team? What do you make of this one? I'm not convinced. It, it, it's a similar story to the game we talked about in Rutgers and Wake Forest. 
But not as one-sided, I would say. Or is it? Yeah, maybe it is, actually. Delora, I these guys like, are badass, yeah. I like the character of Central Michigan. I've liked their character all year. You know what I mean? This team's fought. They've fought adversity. I've watched them on the road yeah. making plays. But defensively, they're pretty dicey. Um, uh, How do we not take the over in this game, huh? I'll over. probably play the over in this one. I, I really wouldn't, especially, again, with the limited prep time, who does that hurt most? The defense. And, and so, so, at this stage of the season, I think it does. Um, I don't think either team's going to be well prepared to stop the other. Um, so I lean over there. And I know a bunch of a bunch of guys, a bunch of sharp guys that, that win at sports betting. I, I know like, <laughs> uh, like Washington State. But they were just jumping on an early number, you know, where they're like, yeah, you know, I love them at five, I love them at six, I love them at six and a half, seven, uh, the, the, the brakes have been tapped a little bit. So uh, I think that was more the number than the team. But certainly situation-wise, all right, I'm, I'm locked into my hotel room for the next week. Uh, oops, yeah, let's go get on a bus <laughs> and play a whole different opponent in a whole different place. I don't know if that's really a great spot for the underdog. No, I know, but it's a bigger game. So it's almost like the Bad News Bears. You're going to the Houston Astrodome or something. <laughs> one, thing that, one thing that stands out to me here, though, Teddy, is, listen, McIlwain, what a job this guy's done, right, with his program? I mean, and, you know, so McIlwain, guys, if you recall, he was an assistant with, with Alabama. He was not like a lifelong buddy or anything with Saban. That's the thing with Saban. All of his assistants, he's not like friends with them. Like he just sort of he brings in guys who he thinks are good and up and coming and stuff. Or now he just went the NFL route. I, you know, Doug Marone, Bill O'Brien, like Alabama's coaching staff, just all, all NFL guys. But McIlwain guys was on with 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 Saban, and then he got a head coaching job um, with Florida or with Colorado State. With Colorado State, so he went to Colorado State, and he did well at Colorado State, and then he went to Florida. And then it was it was a little too much. He was in a little over his head of Florida, and then he sort of took you. Know, he ended up in Central Michigan, which you figure you know he could probably do a little better. And no disrespect to Central Michigan, I'm a fan, but he's done a great job. And he's got like uh, you know there was another Florida Gator coach there with him uh, as well on the staff. I'm just stating that he's coached in big games, Teddy. Right? Like you know he's not going to get outclassed coaching wise preparing a team for a football game even though this is a unique situation and then you got you got a you got a guy that took over midseason for Olovich and hey, they they played well down the stretch though Teddy and and they played well defensively too uh, I mean it wasn't when we think about Washington State football all the recent good Washington State teams were built uh, you know we think we think about Mike Leach there and we think about the offense chucking the football around. And even Wolf, you know, you, you thought about that team as, as being a, an offensive squad, not a defensive squad. And it, it wasn't that way over the back half of the campaign, and that's why they're here. The defense was better than advertised. But, uh, again, I don't know how prepped they're going to be against Central Michigan. I don't know much how much film. Uh, it's not one of these stories where you got three weeks to prep for an opponent. Those 15 extra practices uh, weren't they, they, they weren't working on <laughs> the team that they're actually going to face. Uh, so that 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 doesn't necessarily bode well uh, for what has been an overachieving Washington State's defense. But there's only one role I want McIlwain in, all right? You know, and he showed that at Florida. He showed that at Colorado State. and he showed Dog, that dog, Michigan. dog. You want him catching points, not laying them. And, uh, and that's, you know, he's been real good stepping up in class over the years at, uh, at various spots and giving teams real scares. So 
Uh, I understand the uh, the Wazoo money off the opener, but uh, again, it's, it's not anything that I'm uh, running to the window that I that I have to bet. Oh, come on, it's it's the Sun Bowl, but uh, I agree the overs the play here, guys, because Central Michigan's not going to be able to stop Washington State and. The thing with Central Michigan, they won't quit. These MAC teams are a little bit undersized and stuff, but they got a lot of heart. And they're all, Central Michigan's offense is pretty good as well. Yeah, so they'll be able to put some points on the board. I like the over a lot in that game. So let's get into uh, the first leg of the Final Four right now, Teddy, um, with, uh, with Cincinnati and Alabama. I don't know what's going on in Vegas. I know you've always got the numbers right in front of you. I could, could tell you in New Jersey, uh, FanDuel, they went to 14. It was 13 and a half forever. They went to 14 tonight, Teddy. Total 57 uh, in in this game. And I, you know, I've been talking about this. I've been bringing it up with everybody. Man, you like the SEC bias is so annoying watching the, these games on ESPN, the Bulls, when they talk about like you know Alabama versus Cincinnati and Georgia versus Michigan. Like they act like these teams, like the SEC is like another galaxy or something. And, oh, we'll see how they handle It's like, you realize, you jackasses, the SEC is 0-5 so far, right, Booger? <laughs> oh, the SEC, the SEC. It's like, yeah, we get it. You played in the SEC, bro, and you guys own the SEC network. But um, I think Cincinnati can hang. I think they can more than hang. I think they can take this thing to the brink, actually, Teddy. I do not believe Cincinnati are getting blown out in this football game. I think they're going to be able to compete. I think they're going to be able to play. But ultimately, it's freaking hard, man, to beat Alabama. And I like the fact that Bama have been in close games. They're battle-tested. So they're not cocky coming in and thinking, oh, we're just going to blow everybody out. They're, they've been humbled a little bit. They're going to be prepared. I think Bama are going to be able to run the ball. I'm going to play the running back prop to the over, Teddy. The strength of Cincinnati is that secondary with the two stud DBs that they have with Gardner and Kobe Bryant. And I know Alabama's not scared to pass on anyone. You know, Alabama guys threw the ball 37 times a game this year, most under Saban ever before. So that's that's interesting there. But I think they're going to run the ball. I think they think, you know what? Cincinnati can't beat us in the trenches. Let's try to play smash mouth with them. But I think Cincinnati hangs with them. Bama sort of pulls away later in the game, gets the win. But Cincinnati covers the number, Teddy. What's your opinion on the game? Have you seen anyone run on Cincinnati this year? Because uh, I'm trying to remember a game where I saw someone running on them, and I, and I don't remember that game. No, I well, we can get into their schedule. You talk about Notre Dame, but one thing somebody brought that up to me too about they've never seen a ground attack or a line and stuff, and they play Navy as well, right? And I know Navy's not Bama either, but like you said, they, they're, they're stout defensively. But I do believe that Bama's going to try to run the ball on them, Teddy. I agree with you, but I mean, I, I, when I'm just looking at their their game log right now, nobody ran the ball on them. <laughs> nobody moved the ball on them. You know, um, Notre Dame and they only gave up ten them. passing touchdowns all year too. Yeah, there wasn't. I mean, when you look at the opponent's yards per play, three point eight, three point seven, four point nine, four point six. Four point six is Notre Dame. Three point eight, four point six, three point seven. I mean, week after week. Uh, the consistency there, what they did to Houston in the uh, in the uh, title game, um, that defense is real. All right, there's NFL talent on that defense. There's uh, you know you have a, 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 a multiple former Buckeyes in the coaching staff there. You know the Ohio State guy. It's not it's not amateur hour for Cincinnati. They played with Georgia for four quarters last year. We know uh, that the Bearcats are capable. 
All that being said, and I feel like I should save it for after the break, the handicap of this game is absolutely related to the handicap of Georgia-Michigan. You can't view them as individual entities. There's something to be said about both of these teams. We'll save that for after the break. That's a classic professional tease, as they call it in, in the business. Teddy teased you, said, oh, I got to stay tuned. I got to hear what, what, what he's doing. What, what's he talking about? The Late Night Anger Man's Brickle Class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. This team is fired up. We came here to play. All right. What? Didn't you hear what he said? Look at the fear in his eyes. Listen to the quiver in his voice. He's a little boy lost in a game of men. You think we should bet against him? I bet my entire college fund on it. You got it. Mo, $23 on New York. Here come the devils. The devils. Devils. Sun devils. Knocking on door, second and goal. We were talking about jumping in and telling you this game uh, should pick up a little bit here. Hey, it's, none of these teams aren't going to quit now. You're on national television. Um, you're on national television. Every every kid's playing for something. Touchdown. Touchdown, ASU. Man, they're all fired up. I love the, I love the passion of college football, man. Teddy, I love just how everyone can look like the crowd is depressed. ASU's getting her ass handed to them and everything. Touchdown, and man, the band is up. The O-line are all fired up, yelling, let's effing go. And um, Cam today was the best, Teddy. We're on live during the, during the pit game. And Cam's on pit. <laughs> Michigan State start off strong and stuff. And Cam just goes into a complete meltdown, breakdown, Teddy. Oh, yeah, I'm so sick of these bowl games and stupid stuff. Oh, I can't wait for the NFL and stupid college football. Couple of plays later, bro. Thorn throws an interception. Pitt takes the lead. Oh, there's a man. Let's go, Pitt. He's like way, way into it. He's like, oh, this is great. These bulls are awesome. The bulls are awesome. Like college football is an emotional sport. There's a lot of uh, ups and downs uh, with these games. So yeah, touchdown. And you know, total went up to 49 and a half now. What do you think? So they're at 33. Hey, I don't think I don't think asking 17 is too much of a task right now either. To be honest with you guys. I'm not putting any under in this game. No, like you said, like, look, guys, Wisconsin can't stop Daniels from running around. This kid's like, I, I don't know, he, he's not an NFL caliber quarterback, but this kid could be an NFL running back. Or, you know, I, I'd make him a wide receiver. Like this, and I, I know people don't hate, I know kids hate to hear that. I hate telling kids this. But he's not a good enough thrower, but, man, this kid can run. Uh, I got his rushing prop over 49 and a half. I haven't looked, but I think it's, it's way over right now. Um, yeah, I'm going to get in a little bit more. We're here to bet. All right, Teddy. So you teased me. You piqued my interest. The correlation and the, and the correlating theme between both games tomorrow when you stated a lot of times, you know, you look at games are single entities and what happened there and this and that. They don't, they don't affect each other. But what is the, what is the common entity b- between these two games? All right. So I'm going to – this is – this is not sports betting 101. <laughs> it's at least 102. Uh, but here's the concept, okay? Point spreads are set based on 
three factors. One is preseason expectations. You know, how good the athletes are on the team, et cetera, et cetera. Two is statistical profile. And three is margins of victory. So Georgia put together this monster statistical profile this year. They crushed everybody that they faced all year long. And by the time they played Alabama in the SEC championship game, that statistical profile was so ridiculously good yeah. that Georgia was laying, I mean, what did they lay in that game? I don't remember. Seven, like six and a half, seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I made a big bet on Alabama. You know, I think it was one of my biggest bets of the year in college football in that, in that game. With the thought process that Georgia's statistical profile, nobody's as good as this. And when you actually went through their schedule, boy, they got everybody at their, like, the good teams they faced. They got them at the right times. And we've seen what the bottom of the SEC looks like already in bowl season. So I'm like, this Georgia team is flat out overrated. And then Alabama beats them, and they beat them up pretty good. Has Georgia's statistical profile changed dramatically? No. No. It really hasn't. Still a really good profile. It's yeah. a profile that says not only should you be a touchdown over Michigan, there better be a hook on that touchdown. Against and, Michigan. and let me just sort of, I'll let you keep going, but on the flip side, Michigan. It's like, are they being undervalued when it's like, all right, yeah, you can look at their this and that, but they're actually smoking teams all year. Um, but without being stated, they're playing their best football. I like where you're going with this, Ted. They're playing their best football right now. Look, you know, they did, and you know, look at Wisconsin. You look at these teams. Michigan goes into Wisconsin, beats them. Goes into Penn State, beats them. Beats down Ohio State. Beats a very good Iowa. Smashes a very good Iowa team. They dismantled elite, very, very good football teams. Yet, you know, they're still getting seven and a half now against Georgia. But the feeling that I'm getting from you almost is, because I, I hate this for the, the sheer number, guys, is have you effing watched these teams play, right? You can talk to me all you want about your power rankings and stuff. Yeah, good for you. If your power ranking has, you know, Georgia seven points better than Alabama and Nick Saban, if you think Kirby Smart is seven points better than Nick Saban, well, I like to see the place that you're you're living right now, because I guarantee you, it's not uh, you're living in a <laughs> you're living in a shack, Teddy. You know what I'm saying? So I, sure. I I totally get that, but I guess we'll find out. Was it an aberration? You know, when people, um, you know, what what happened against? That's what a lot of people believe that somehow Georgia is this great entity. And another thing is too, because I heard Booger McFarland saying. We don't know what we're going to get from Michigan. We've seen Georgia win big games before, and I'm thinking, what big game? I they made it to the final once, right? They did. I'll give them credit. Okay, but the Kirby Smart has won less games than Harbaugh has big time games. Let's be real. You're preaching. If you want to make fun of the national TV guys, dude, you're preaching the choir. Day. They don't watch college football. We watch college football. We live and die college football. Okay, you know uh, they watch highlights. Uh, there's a difference there, but this has nothing to do with my. The, the, my the, conceptually, what we're talking about here is nothing to do with Michigan. It has everything to do with yeah. where the betting markets have valued Georgia and Alabama. And what yeah. I'm saying is that here's this, and, and of course, where the betting markets have valued Michigan all year is they've undervalued Michigan all year. <laughs> all right, the Wolverines are the, the best point spread team, one of the best point spread teams, along with Oklahoma State, monsters all year long. ATS. And what does that tell you? Are you convinced the markets have caught up with Michigan now? 
that they're seven and a half point dogs to Georgia. But this is an Alabama team that just blew out Georgia. So where do you think the the, the, the power rating is for the Crimson Tide? You know, it didn't go down after beating Georgia. <laughs> Went way up. Well, how about and this? That's, and again, it's a down year for the SEC. Okay. Alabama just beat an overvalued commodity, and now they're the overvalued commodity. All the way I can play these two title games is dog and dog. I don't want either favorite. And that's the concept that I was trying to uh, uh, to express. Well, we can't argue because I'm on both dogs. Yeah, that has uh, I to got do with it. Yeah. Pure valuation. It has nothing yeah. to do with the two opponents they're facing, both of whom I believe in. But the valuation of Georgia and Alabama in the betting marketplace, in my opinion, is too high. Teddy covers uh, with us. I am Gabriel Morenci. And how about this? So FanDuel has numbers posted for for the final already, for for all the different matchups. Uh, right now. So this is at FanDuel uh, in New Jersey. Georgia minus one against Alabama. It's like, are you effing kidding me? Dude, they haven't beaten them since 2008. <laughs> like, they're due. Yeah, I guess so, right? That's why so it's almost your point. Like, they're stuck in their numbers. It's like, okay, really? So what? Is, you know, it's going to be different? I didn't even think Georgia beating Michigan. But, you know, so anyways, Georgia minus one against Alabama. Georgia minus 14 and a half against Cincinnati. And these two teams played last year and it was a field goal game. Um, Alabama minus six against Michigan. And Michigan minus six and a half against Cincinnati, Teddy. That's what they've got right now. Yeah, I mean, all, all, all those numbers make sense. <laughs> but again, if you like a dog this week. I don't know that it hurts you not to you know not to, to to play one of those dogs for the you know or play both matchups with that dog, um, in, in the future market. The one thing you don't want to do, of oh God, uh, let's give him one piece of good betting advice. All right, if you're gonna bet anyone but the favorite <laughs> uh, in the title games, play him on the money line, right? If you want, to yeah, 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 it's a good point. Uh, yeah. Particularly either dog. All right, if you're gonna play either dog. Play them on the money line, and then if you want, you roll it over to the to the next game. Don't do it the lazy way and say, "Oh, I'm going to bet Cincinnati to win it all or Michigan to win it all," because you'll literally get you know two thirds of the return. <laughs> you know what, though, Teddy, I'm I and um, I played more futures than ever this year, so I jumped in on Michigan when they were fifty to one. Nice. So, yeah, so I got them at fifty to one, and I took Alabama. Uh, took Alabama when. Um, when they were like plus 280. It was after the A&M loss. They were like the second choice or whatever still. And I thought, I was like, man, Georgia are being overrated here. Bama are still going to beat them out and stuff. I thought in the end. So, so I basically have the same amount to come back and win on Alabama and Michigan. So if, if that's Alabama and Michigan, I'm basically guaranteed. I got a dime coming back right away, uh, right there. Um, and But I agree with you as far as the money lines uh, here in these games. I'm surprised. I'm glad to hear. I'm on the same side, so that should almost worry you uh, with, with both uh, both games. What about the totals? I'm thinking both overs. I'm thinking both overs, to be honest. I think the Michigan total. I got Michigan winning like 26-21, you know, type game, 27-20. I don't think it's in the teens. Like, I, let's not get ridiculous, right? I, I think Michigan's ground attack. I think Michigan's going to make some plays. It surprises people when I tell people this, Teddy, but Michigan lead the NCAA 
in in 50 yard uh, plus plays from line from the line of scrimmage. 17 of them. Alabama had 12 for the record uh, this year. Like Michigan's offense is pretty explosive, right? So uh, you know it's up to Gaddis to, to to make some plays here, but. I've got Bama winning like 34-28 and Michigan winning, you know, 26-21 type thing. And I'll be, I mean, look, I don't want to waste anyone's time. I have no feel for either total. All right. No, huh? I, I really don't. I'm the no Cincinnati game of, wouldn't surprise me, though, if it became a slugfest for some reason. That's the one. Everyone thinks Michigan-Georgia. I don't know, man. Cincinnati, you talk about Cincinnati. That Ford kid can run the ball, bro. They might be able to run the ball on Bama, too. And did Ritter can scramble around, too. I like Cincinnati, Teddy. I think they, they got a shot in this game. And, I mean, look, Georgia's defense is no joke. Michigan's defense is no. I mean, that's, that's the thing that when you actually look at the matchups, you know, Michigan played a bunch of run-first teams and beat them all up pretty good. Um, so. And though I don't, if Georgia can't run, they can't win. Was there anything from the Ohio State game that you could say that helps them against Georgia? Like they're kind of different teams, right? Completely like different. Ohio yeah, State's like built up in the pass, and Georgia's yeah. built up in the run. And you can run on Ohio State in a way you can't run on Georgia. No, but people didn't think that going Ohio into that, State though. Everybody said you could throw. Thing. You could say you could throw on Ohio State. No one had bullied Ohio State like that in the trenches. Minnesota did it opening day. Oregon did it the next week. What well, the Ducks. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. The Both Ducks. of those games. He ran, went, ran wild on the Buckeyes the first week. And then the second week, the Ducks went in there. And, and it, was a, it was an ongoing problem. Uh, uh, the, the Ducks didn't bully them. They nickel and dime them with their little dump passes. It's a difference. <laughs> it's a difference getting bullied and losing. <laughs> there's, there's they a ran difference. the football effectively in that game against. Uh, uh, man, here come ASU. Man, we're making a game of this. Um, oh, what about what about OSU? How do you think they bounce back? The numbers coming down is pretty low now, down to four and a half. We only got thirty seconds here, but down to four and a half now. Utah's the hot ticket, evidently. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of use of force in Vegas right now. I'll tell you that. Four and four and a half are mostly gone now. Four across the board. It's coming down. All right, we'll wrap up with Teddy on the other side. Angry Teddy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Twilight Zone, in which uh, the dude from uh, I Dream of Genie, uh, what's his name, Dick Clark or Dick York or whatever. Anyways, he could read people's minds. He could hear what they were thinking. Um, he could hear their voices. So, am I? Was I reading your mind? Hear what I'm thinking, or did I hear you sort of mutter to yourself, or somebody else maybe something about Chicago State, or was I dreaming that? <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, that that actually came out of my mouth. I heard this oh. in Chicago State. Because we got Julio joining us who does Chicago State basketball, actually. <laughs> so I've read a couple of real, you know, again, this is a bottom feeder program. All right. Yeah, yeah, no, we know. Yeah, we, 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 they're play by play guys, they're weekly guests with us. We know all about them. Yeah, so what about yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm hearing some buzz. And, they're, you know, they, they didn't cover a big number the other day. And I'm like, maybe tap the brakes. But 
Uh, once again tonight, under the number. I got Chicago State as a better. I, I, I want a bottom feeder with life in college basketball because no one's going to pay any attention to that team until they got eight and two ATS over the next ten games. You know, William and Mary might do that. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, how about those guys that. winning? You're right, because the numbers will still be massive anyways. William and Mary maybe the turning point. They won the game outright the other night against Officer. Yes, they did. And that, you know, that's a big a buy as you can get. But it's a buy sign, for sure. So, Teddy, before we get you out of here, happy New Year. It's always a pleasure. But what about Saturday slates of game? Arkansas, Penn State, interesting one, Iowa and Kentucky, uh, Rose Bowl. Uh, you got a game you want to share with us on the way out, side toll or anything? Well, uh, certainly, so in general, <laughs> and this always happens in the NCAA tournament too, in general, I want the Big Ten and I don't want the SEC, but Arkansas is better than Penn State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I like Iowa Kentucky. versus Kentucky, but I do like Arkansas. Yeah, Iowa-Kentucky, uh, I'm in no rush to take the Hawkeyes in that one either. I've seen them lose this bowl game four times already. Yeah, I, I, I trust Ferris. I'll tell you, that's going to be an under, that one. Well, you want more picks? Go to Teddy, uh, wagertalk.com. Teddy covers on Twitter. Happy New Year, Teddy. Thanks for the time. Happy New Year, buddy. Talk in 2022. Late Night Anger Management Class continues. Bring it. What is the winning edge? It's sports news you can use. And you can only get it right here.